This is the first episode of the Glass Social Podcast, and our guest today is Sam Gunnell, who is my brother, who owns a remapping company in the heart of Manchester. It's the largest ECU remapping company in Manchester. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Glad um, to be here. Because it's not just remapping, by the way. No. Nice. Tell, tell, tell the audience what else. We is. are a performance tuning garage, so we do tuning. We do repairs, we do servicing, and we have a large online business retailing software calibration to other tuners around the world. Which is the main source of income in your business? Uh, the main source of income is the tuning in-house. So the mapping cars, feet on the ground. And how did you get into remapping? Well, ever since I was a little boy, <laughs> <laughs> I did like cars. All right. I still like cars. Yeah. So I thought, how can I make loads of money? Yeah, yeah, as uh, all, all business people do. And do cars. Mm-hmm. So Googled it and it came up with that. Well, so you literally just went, right, how can I make loads of money? Get involved with cars. And then you went, I'm going to go on Google, type in the, those exact words. Yeah. And that's what came out. Yeah. No, nothing else into it. Never thought, you know, I've, I've watched the, is it JDM? JDM. Is it like all the... Isn't that the Ford body uh, skirts Jap- and all that stuff? Japanese domestic market. That oh, right. Yeah, that, yeah. Okay. GTRs, Hondas. Yeah. And you've got someone in-house that does GTRs and Hondas. Yeah, yeah, we've got Chan. Chan. Big up Chan. Uh, big GTR fan. Yeah. Big wide body. Yeah. You'll definitely see, if you go to the Eurospec Instagram, you'll definitely see a wide body black GTR. That is Chan Farkies. Very impressive tuner in Manchester. Yeah. Yeah. So... We're here to talk about social media. Yeah. I'm here to talk about social media. Yeah. We're in the hub. We're in the HQ of social media. The HQ, our social it. The hub of social media at Manchester. So I know that your business started by posting on Facebook, posting on Instagram. Um, tell us what you did initially to grow your business on social media. Because I know that's where it started. Yeah. So what it started there and it still is there. Obviously, now we employ different tactics. You being the big a, team. La- a large factor of it. The boys big team, social. social, the hub, the office, which is actually lovely. We've had it, we've had it refurnished nice. today. Bloody lovely office. It is nice. It's yeah. spicy. It's doing bits. Um, I only let him come in now, it's doing bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't really come here much. Too busy. Yeah, yeah it's too busy grafting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've come straight from work, actually. There you go. Yeah. But right. not, not SGR. SGR, your respect. Describe, tell, tell, tell me what SDR is. Right, what so SDR brand? is where it started for me. Uh, I'm a business partner, Dowd, started with DDG. We combined the two. Um, just probably, it's over a year ago now, almost two years really we combined. Um, but we moved to our new place in January, we started the brand Eurospec. So that is our garage now. Mm-hmm. Everything trades on Eurospec. It's just the, the umbrella company, the umbrella brand. And that's our international brand for tuning. That's yeah. what that's what we are. We are Eurospec Olmo. So the but, file service is tuning files for ECUs and you send that internationally. You've got people in Russia, you've got people in Yeah. Where, we've where got Russia, you? we've got Australia, we've got Dubai, we've got China as well. Um Greece, we've got one going out to Turkey next week. Um UK, Scotland. Scotland. Um, 
Big Scotland. Big Scotland. Hats. You respect Scotland. Hats. So you respect Scotland. Scotland. He's the big guy up there, causing uh, causing a ruckus. And we do his marketing as well. You do. Hats yeah. performance, yeah. Do, we do bits and tunings so. Yeah. So you do. You do. You do for our our uh, clients, which benefits us, benefits mm. them, benefits you. It's full circle. It's a it's a tuning mm. family. Social media full family. Circle. So you started on social media. You started yes. posting organic content, and that was in the day right. where Facebook, the algorithm was much better than it is now. You rise to the top with engaging content. Yeah. People were following the page. So you got remember you got to about five thousand followers, and was that the main source of your income was people coming from your social media? Yeah, it's, it's mental. Right from back in the day. When I first started out, when I didn't actually know too much about calibrating these shoes myself, didn't know much about tuning myself. Obviously, now we're we're this deep into it, we know a lot. We tune mm. all the stuff ourselves, but you know, at the start, international experts. Yeah, yeah. But it was different back then. So the way it started was, I made SGR, bought the tuning tools, made a Facebook page, mm. SGR performance Facebook. No one liked it. Whatever. Invited all my friends to it. Yeah, standard. a little bit of traction. First thing you do. Standard. That's what you do. Post it up. What I used to do is I used to drive around in my car, which was a Golf GTI at the time, I think. Oh, maybe it was a 330 CI. Something like that. Yeah, it was a 330 CI. Something. Convertible. Yeah. I remember. Uh, yeah. No, it was a GTI because that was the first car I ever mapped. Was it? Yeah. It was oh, Mark, yeah, you got red Mark 5 GTI. That one that crashed. <laughs> I was behind you when you crashed that. The only car that ever. I ever crashed. I never will crash. All right. Yeah. Um, no, it's on camera. You right? <laughs> so yeah, what I did from there is once got a few friends on there, I would drive around, take pictures of people's cars on the street, outside their house, in fucking car parks, anywhere, mm -hmm. and blow the reg out. Yeah, yeah, I remember. You did it to me. I, 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 had a, I had a nice car that you couldn't tune, so you just faked it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and now, that was the that was the hustle back then. The hustle, but then, but then, from the hustle came the realization that you could spend on social. So you do an organic social to start with. Well, you, it, in fact, so the the organic. So we were posting pictures of people's cars, or I was anyway posting pictures of people's cars until I got to a point where I was getting customers, getting people to buy remaps off me. Mm -hmm. Out of nowhere, from taking pictures of the cars and posting everywhere. Then what I would do is every single night of the week, I would sit in my room and I would go on every single buy and sell group. You know, Bolton buy and sell, Burry buy and sell, Stockport buy and sell, cars for sale matches, every single group I could think of until I got banned every day. Mm. 80, 90 groups. You got banned. I had 80 <laughs> tabs open. I'd copy and paste. That's just one. These are what we can do. Every single group. Mental. Like that was the real hustle back then. Yeah. Like I still do it occasionally now, but not. I really don't. Not as much because I yeah. need to. Because we've got word of mouth. We've got footfall. We're we're no brand. But we got to a point organically by doing that. And Facebook algorithm was different back then. But then, then you realise you hit you hit a peak. So the minute LinkedIn is going through the same thing, you can post as much content as you want on LinkedIn. One post could explode. For instance, I got thirty six thousand. Uh, views on a post that I did about 300 likes it was just one random post nothing special about it and then other posts get one or two likes you'd never get that on Facebook now you'd always get one or two yeah so that's what's like the algorithm's changed and I'm waiting for that to change so Alex who works with us 
his main aim is to produce content, edit content, and also get me out on LinkedIn. Because at the moment, the algorithm's perfect for us and we can try and rise to the top of it, get business that way and get yeah. seen. But I know there's going to be a point where you're going to have to spend you know, pay to play on LinkedIn and that is going to be very expensive. Pay to play at the minute on LinkedIn is really expensive to get in front of people because it's B2B. You yeah. have a lot of money involved with B2B. So big money moves. Big money moves. Big money. So we're deploying that at the moment. The minute it's, it's a cheap way to get in front of people and mm. um, just produce content like this and get it get it out there. So, so am I going to be on LinkedIn? You might be on LinkedIn. I'm not on LinkedIn. So hello to everyone on LinkedIn. You're on okay, LinkedIn now. You're on LinkedIn. Hello everyone on LinkedIn. Sam, you get some clips of this so that I can do it. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get it clipped up. But yeah, so it's going to be pay to play soon on LinkedIn. So we're trying to make the most of that. But you sort of reached a point of organic posting where you realised it was pay to play. Mm-hmm. And then you started, what did you do when you were doing the targeting on, on Facebook to reach people? To, so I would then, because mainly I started off tuning BMWs, mm-hmm. specialising in BMWs, still do really, but that was where I started targeting. That's how I started to learn how to target things. So BMW owners, then honing down the kind of people I wanted to that age groups, the areas and stuff like that. And yeah. then did it from a car brand and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, without going into too much detail on that, that's how it started. Yeah. But so now the live social do it for Facebook better. allows you to target <laughs> better. Better. Facebook allows you to target ages, demographic, location. So some originally targeted those places and those specific vehicle makes, which I know you can't do specific vehicle makes now. You can do certain ones, but you, it's a little less granular. You can't do one one D. Some yeah. of them are missing. So yeah, yeah. We yeah, noticed that a few weeks ago. Some of them were missing. They go. The they're dropping. Out. They're dropping. They're dropping out. Shit. So <laughs> oh damn. Oh god. So let's talk about effective ways to market to your industry and how. Content can be produced to reach people in, in a deeper way than just this is a Mercedes and this is the, the way we tune it. So we could target people with an ad set that's targeted towards 19-year-olds with a Mercedes. And in that ad set, a way to get to that person individually with context would be, um, oh, example this would be, so you're, you're a young Mercedes yeah. owner. Imagine if you got that extra power. Do you know what I mean? So you need to reach someone, not just with, oh, this is the this is the map that you're going to get and this is the increase in performance, but yeah, who that person is. Need, some people don't know they need it until they get slapped by it. Yeah, exactly. Some and, people and don't know that they someone. want 20 foot flames flying out the back of their four focus until they see it and then they need it. But and then there's, there's 34, 35 year olds that aren't interested in that. Some of them are, obviously. Some yeah, you'd be surprised how many. Yeah. Older dudes. Yeah. Some people do want flames and just to rip it about. Yeah. But reaching someone with context is just a, a deeper level of getting their interest. So you'd reach a 19 year old and you would state the fact that they're that age. It's so granular on Facebook. You could reach someone who is 19 and only 19 year olds, which is something that we're going to try and do. I know the camera stopped recording now, but it's something we're going to try and do and with our own ads is reach one age group within Manchester because there's obviously 34-year-olds, there's probably 1,034-year-olds within Manchester that own a business. So can you imagine yeah, if what? an ad stopped and it was like, you're 34, you're in Manchester, you're a male, and, and then you can target interests like 
Um, Manchester United is followed or likes a lot of Manchester United pages, clearly supports the team. Imagine yeah. how important that would be to reach exactly. out. 34, Manchester-based, you own a business, you're coming out of the pandemic, and also, we know you support Manchester. And they're going to be like, wait, hold on. How on earth are you managing to reach me on that level? And that's how we can educate people with our own ads on how they can reach people. That's what exactly. sell that we're doing. Uh, one, an example of this, everyone gets hit by Wish, wish.com. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Do you they, do wishes? They've ads. killed it. Or not? No, no, I wish I did it though. That's I wish I did wishes ads because we would be deep. Yeah. Because yeah, my uh, business partner now gets targeted by stuff on Facebook every day. But it's your and own he fault. He buys it. It's your own, that's your own fault. If you click on the ads, you're getting retargeted. I know that Wish did make enough revenue to partner with Neymar and then they did an advertisement with Neymar on Facebook um, targeting football coaches and, and the like to buy like footballs and cones and stuff like that. So Wish smashed the power of social media, retargeting. They probably used several layers of context to reach their audiences because if you got a bu- the larger the budget, the more context you can put into your ads. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes it gets a bit weird with Wish. Yeah. And and how they can, everyone, everyone says, what do you think about this? Everyone says they can hear what you're saying and then they target you from what they're saying because it happens to me all the time. We're talking about something, mm. talking about a certain tool, talking mm. about a certain car. Oh, there it is. Yeah. I'm targeted. How does that work? Or is that an even deeper level? Well, there is currently a program on Netflix called oh god what's it called I can't forget the name is now. it where everyone's just obsessed with social media yeah you know, watched it oh they yeah yeah it. the one where they like flick it and then they gain the points of being a good person that sort of thing there's that one but then yeah. there's the one where it like goes into how Zuckerberg's produced a, a data bank within Facebook that just draws in all the data and then you can retail obviously we we utilise that to retarget people but it's how they get that data. I've completely forgotten the name of it now. But if you go on Netflix, listen to this, try and find something on data and, and Facebook, and that'll be yeah. Cool. I mean, you have to find it for me because I'm too busy to go on fucking Netflix, pal. <laughs> 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 right, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, so basically it just teaches people how the data's brought in and then how they send push notifications to people to keep you active on social media. So if you've not been on your Facebook app in a while, you will occasionally get a notification to say someone that you, you've not even spoke to in 12 years because you were at high school with them has yeah. liked something. You think, well, I don't care. But then you, you go, oh, I'll have a look. And you click on it. And then you're on Facebook. And then yeah. you, you, you sucked back in the data you, you can't get away from it. You again. You your business is based on Facebook. At, to be honest, from the start, our business has been Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So you Facebook, we bet we modelled our whole marketing strategy around Facebook. So you know, as we said before, I started off posting on Facebook, and we continue to post on Facebook. We've got like you know more automated ways of doing it now, like um, Hootsuite, which means I can take all the content that I want. Or someone can take it for me for a, a couple of weeks, a month, or something like that. And then we can schedule it all out. Nine o'clock, 10 in the morning, 11 in the morning, work out what time is best to post it. And then everyone gets hit at a certain time. And that 
place in the algorithm goes up because we don't have time to sit on Facebook all day because mm-hmm. we still are deep inside the business. We still yeah. are operating. And that's why you've outsourced it. Yeah, that's why Goliath are taking hold of all yeah. of our... A lot of people think on the surface, social media is just posting nice content, airy-fairy, and getting, getting the, uh, the interest that way. But obviously, like we mentioned, it's, not, it's no longer just posting content to rise to the top of the algorithm like it is on LinkedIn, which will die out. You have to pay to play now. And to pay to play, you have to sit and learn how to retarget people, look like audiences and things alike. So if you were to yeah, create ad sets, you do have specific. to pay to play. You and do. You always do. We like to play. They like to play big. They we do. like to play big, hard. Yeah. <laughs> Fast. <laughs> well, now you know that I'm running all the social media campaigns for several people. We've got people in London. We've got beauty schools in London. We've got mm. remappers in Manchester. We've got people all over the place doing different business models and we're capable of producing them revenue each and every single month. So you're making them money. We're making them money. We spent £450 the other day on a beauty school in London. I made them £10,000 revenue. And the owner of it, yeah. such a big dog, I'm not even sure who knew. We had to we had to ring him and brief him on what had happened and he was like, oh my God. So his budget is seven fifty for the month. We spent £400 of that budget. We'll be, we'll be in, being careful. We're doing our tests properly. We don't want to waste anyone's budget. Um, made him ten thousand pounds or close to ten and yeah. a half, and then that's it. He literally just rang us today, had a little chat, debriefed him on the first month. That was the first month. For the first month, you usually do test budgets and just yeah. see what works, what doesn't work, and then you can get it running and then optimize and spend more money on the ad. But we've done the first month; we've got close to optimizing it. Four, we only spent four hundred and fifty quid or so. Oh, ten k. Yeah, right. Two. £10,200, I think, back. Um, and he just said, run with it. He said, whatever budget needs spending, you spend it. And he's got... Ball of moves. Ball of moves. He, Ball of But then moves. again, you would think, like, you know, £9,500 in the plus. you got £9,500 to play with. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah. So, well, some people don't. Some people don't see that, like, do they? That's the problem that you mm, have. Yeah, that is, that is a slight problem. So, £2,000... If if I gave you five thousand pound and you made me six, Mm. you've made me a grand. Yeah, well, that's where it depends on on the back end. Yeah, it depends depends on on staffing. Staffing for me, obviously, that wouldn't be ideal. Five working five grand is is is, it's a lot of work sometimes. You say that, but that ad account we took over in, in London had two years of prior experience on it they spent eight thousand pound and made nine thousand back in two years and in one month we turned 400 and something 420 pounds into 10,200 big numbers big numbers big numbers big numbers they're very very impressed so they've, they've well, let I might lose. get an online store now that's the one yeah e- e-commerce stores the retargeting that can go into that is ridiculously granular so we're saying Say, say, for instance, we were talking about them e-scooters the other day. We bought e-scooters in the office. We ride to work on these e-scooters. We love yeah, it. Yeah, I want one. Nipping around just, town. Not time yet. Not time. He's obviously not got time to watch any Netflix. Not got to, he's not got time to do anything. Wait, I've got, I've, realistically, I say that, but you know, there's time. There's there is time. always time in the day. There's always time. But he likes to keep busy. I like to pretend I'm fucking busy. No, <laughs> no. We're, we're always doing No, something. you are busy. You are busy. Yeah, we're we all with that. But um, yeah, so I've seen the ads on that. 
And it's a generic ad to start with. It'll be like a one minute long video, which enticed me in. Of course it did. Someone razzing around Manchester on an electric scooter going 20 miles an hour. Started watching them videos. And then it got granular. So then it, then it, then it finds me because I've got a job within Manchester. And then it starts sending me ads that are saying, oh, so you've got um, an electric scooter. You, you want an electric scooter to get to work on. And then it knows whereabouts in Manchester you are because it targets specific areas. And right. the ad sets are based in like Ancoats, where we're, where we're based. They're based in Ancoats when we're at work. And then when we're at home, they're sending us a different ad. I won't tell you where home is, but two different ad sets in two different places, retargeting people that work and travel to work. I can't get away from it. I, in fact, I can't get away from it so much. I bought into our own industry. I bought one. I bought two. Why? Bought two. I bought two. Company scooters as well. Couldn't Imagine that. Imagine yeah. getting a company scooter. That's the one, mate. Wild one. We've got, if you come here, you've got two. Can I get a company Two 25 inch screens. From you? Company scooter? Yeah. Um, if you want to come work here. Well. I think you've got your own bits going on, to be fair. Yeah, I'm a bit busy. You are a bit. You are. Mm, you can say that, but then you make time. You can make time. You'll come straight from work to it. Exactly. I've not even gone home from work. I've got. I'm still well, at work. Thanks to you lot, the, the inbox is blown up, actually. Yeah. Um, that, that's the thing we should talk about, actually. Inbox yeah. being blown up. So, the way that we send leads through to Eurospec is, in their industry, they're mapping cars. So... They need the number plate of the vehicle so they can register what vehicle it is so they can find out what power they can add to that vehicle. Yeah. So the quickest way possible is a little chat bot says, hello, little little thread. Do you want stage one, stage two? Get some through to I want a stage one remap. There's, there's several stages, but we won't go into that. Um, and then the number plate comes through. So they're pre-qualified. They want a stage one. Then the number plate comes through. Then you find out what the vehicle is. And then you send back that power quote mystically. I don't know how you managed to do that. How how do you get the power? Code? How do I get the power? Code? Yeah, I guess you know. Yeah, well, so I want to see what car it is. And yeah. I I know what power that. Was. He just knows. You can do it for so long. He's a busy man. You never know what he Chef's cooking. Chef's cooking. We'll go into that as well. Okay. We we'll need go to go. We need to go into the show. Yeah, we'll go into that. We need to go. Into the That's a yeah. Okay, we'll go into that. But the way the leads are handled is they get the number plate, they add the power quote, and then you converse with them from there. So instead of it being going to a lead form where you then call them up and find out about them, we find out all the details of the vehicle and then someone within your sales department reaches out and sorts it. So yeah, what is the backend sales structure of Eurospec? Because I know that the audience don't. It's important to have a really, What's really the strong. backend? So once, yeah. once the lead hits. Once the lead hits, that hot, fresh lead. Hot, fresh out of the kitchen. The lead comes in. Bang, lands in the inbox. Depending on the way that it's come through, so it might already say, depending on what you guys have set up, I want a stage one, I want a stage two. Um, different ways. We've, we've found that actually a more generic response message is worse. So we tried, yes. we tried to do a generic response message because we had a sales team um, or a new member of the sales team. And so to set them up, I made a template. Okay. Now, in that template, it's as easy as it could possibly be. There's your name. There's the car that they've inquired about. This is the power it should make and we can make from it. Would you like to know any more information? Back, just copy and paste. That changed the bit. bit um, yeah. We had a chat about that. We had a chat yeah. about that because that... The the people, people, social media is social media. You need to be sociable with people. 
someone sends a lead through on our website, it comes through to an email, it's not a very sociable way of getting that lead. So to call them back, I then have to build a rapport with someone, understand what they want, yeah, and then close. It's still sales. But it's, it's still, still sales. Everything is sales in this game. So still sales. A lot of time, you know, if I, if I get a call or I get a message, come down. Once they're there, they're yeah, leaving with power. Exactly. exactly. They're leaving with flames. When they're someone's in front of you and they want a map, 100%. Oh, they're getting they're, it. They're they are getting it. They can, they can feel the energy. It's Sam's it. energy. But... If you get them on social media, why would you then generically, you wouldn't generically respond to someone who walks into a unit and say, Yeah, well, I thought that because I thought, well, you know what? I don't really, I did think about this today. I don't really ever message other businesses ever. Mm. Hard ever. Because I don't really buy anything. Mm. But if I was in the market to buy stuff, I feel like I would just want, I thought that I would want a generic response. Yeah. Like if I, you just want to get, you want to get, yeah, but there's, diff, there's different people. Me and you are very different people, I feel. Me and you are very, oh, you just, yeah. I want to know. But a lot of people just want to have a chat. They just want to chat, yeah. So that's that's something we face all the time when we work with clients is how is that back-end sales process suited to dealing with the leads that we send through? So sometimes we send through Excel spreadsheet leads. With yeah. Some, someone's okay. got their name, their email address, their phone number, but... The person in the back end we've we've set we set that up for decides they they're not strong on the phone. Yeah, so yeah, so your back end your back end sales is, is better suited towards messages and and not being that lazy copy and paster. You need to talk to them. Yeah, to you do. Because people do. don't respond to the lazy copy and paste, but if you and and you've got to remember as well, being the tuner who runs a company who does know everything about the cars, you've got to understand that the consumers don't. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of people in, in our industry as well, I see them getting frustrated. I see them posting in our, our tuning group forums with other tuners. Mm. Ah, well, this customer's just said this. Ah, how stupid is he? At the end of the day, they don't have a clue, do they? No. They just want to get their car fast. They've seen someone else with it. They don't know. Well, I mean, you, you've dad. mapped cars. I know you've mapped cars. Four years I've been around. I've, I've painted one of the unit floors. I've been in the unit on a weekend working yeah. from you, the back of the unit. And I still wouldn't know what you're doing. And I, mm. I feel like I know quite a lot about. Yeah, your, I I wouldn't know if but you were the, saying the I've, I've of it. If you, you were know. saying I've changed the fuel to it by, oh mate, I wouldn't have a clue. I can get you the leads. I can't change the vehicle. Yeah, that's it. But you got to remember that the customer doesn't know either. No. So a lot, some some people really do know, and great, but some people don't. So you've got to cater to all these different people, and that isn't with a generic form. Yeah, it takes a bit longer, but at the same time, people appreciate personal help. So at the moment, when people send in a lead to Drive Social, a lead, it is sales at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. don't want to call them a lead, but when a client, potential client approaches us, yes, we have a proposal that we mock up that is branded towards them. So we make the extra effort to send the proposal out that's got fully there branded on it. So they appreciate how much work that's gone into it prior to a conversation with them. So yeah. we, we get their attention by saying, look how much effort we're going to put in, even if you're not that interested. And by yeah. the time you are, we got, we, got you on the, we got you on the hook. You're on, you're on the hook. You're on the hook. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to talk to you about the chef. Right. Because you are dubbed in the tuning industry as the chef. Yeah. Can well, you explain moving. how this lately, came about? Lately, this is, lately a, yeah. this is a new thing. Yeah, it's, it's a come new through. avenue. It's a new avenue, but off sale as well. Yeah, but it's done well because done well. basically 
this started off when I'll be honest with you. I was off with coronavirus. Oh, we had coronavirus. Coronavirus. COVID-19. Damn. Right? That's where the best things happen, then. Yeah. Well, it did, actually. You, so, had, you had time to think. Kidding, you had time to think, so... So I thought, right. I'll tell you the coronavirus story, actually. Should Look, I tell them? Yeah. Yeah. We've got, we've got time. Joe Rogan podcast by day. <laughs> <laughs> we've got time. I'll tell you. I'll tell hey, you. Go on. Go on so time. I had a headache, right? Mm. Big headache. Big headache. Big piercing headache different spots for me and I thought nah this isn't one of the symptoms this is game over game over I can't I'm, I'm fucking buzz <laughs> eh? I can't be getting struck Dean anyway cracked on as we always do got worse and worse to the point where I was he, my staff were asking me questions and I was confused I didn't know what I don't know what I was saying right okay so you're delirious at this point delirious I, they delirious are asking me questions now I don't know this is this is awful behaviour mm. anyway I saw probably developed, went and got a test, boom, coronavirus. All hell broke loose. Panic, mm. right? Try to keep the ship calm. Don't panic, right? Mm. Boss man is still active from the bedroom. Man's active. As in working from the bedroom. <laughs> man is active. So, what happened then? I couldn't come into work, obviously, um, which is the first time in years, actually. Not I think it's the first time ever. Yeah, the first time ever. Yeah. It was painful, crawling the walls so Dalton business partner brought my computer and my screens to from the safe distance. from safe distance gave it to the concierge of the apartment building Ooh. Uh, must yeah. be nice yes must concierge. be nice <laughs> um, yeah he brought the concierge brought the computer up left outside mm. whatever disinfected all that jazz uh, set the computers up now one screen cameras other screen tuning mm. phone phone still taking the calls Still doing the bits, watching everything on the cameras, tuning stuff remotely, people hugging. He's a micromanager. We're going, we're, we're going. And the whole time I had COVID and it was painful. Yeah. So normally, even though I'm doing all these things and so is my business partner, Dad, we're doing all these things all day, but because we're getting pulled from pillar to post and we're actually, you know, speaking to our clients outside or dealing with a, a member of staff, we're doing something mm -hmm. that ties me away. Yeah, so which is why me and you always talk because yeah. my whole shebang is marketing and what you need help with is marketing. Yeah, but that is what I love. I love at the same time. Yeah, you that love it. That's why, that's why we, we have so many chats about it is because I get to spend my entire day researching things and getting data points for different industry types yeah. and how we can do it. And then I read that, relay that to you because you've been busy all day doing tuning. And then yeah. we spawn several business ideas. We do. Yeah. So, um, and... The thing is, you know, as much as I do, like, I love tuning cars. I actually do enjoy that part of the job, sitting on the line. Yeah. Brand cars, tuning them. I do. Love business. Yeah, I love business, really. I want to progress in that avenue. But, yeah, so the point is, I'm normally away from my computer, and I don't get to sit there and actually, for hours and end, sit on my computer, right? So, in between waiting for a car to flash and getting the diner results from all my staff, I started messaging everyone on Instagram, just sliding into the DMs, just the yeah. classic tactic. I remember we had a chat. Classic tactic. You like, in what what methods should I use to reach out? Because obviously I've done a lot of reach out in my job. You've never had to. Like yeah. B2C to C is a lot different to B2B. Yeah. And different approaches. So didn't really a... hit B2C that hard. Hmm. Um, but when I did, slid into DMs, just typed in remaps into Instagram, tuning, you know. There's a lot of them. 
Oh, there's so many. So you don't even realise. They, they have well, I realised. I've spoken to a lot of them. Well, yeah. No, I thought I knew all of them, but you I don't. don't. I don't. There's so many. You don't. There's a. There's mobile remappers that do it from garages, sheds. Mm-hmm. They do it from their home with a cup of tea in their hands. So exactly. There's loads of people. And but they're not on your level. They're not on the same. They're, they're not on. No, it's not. It's units. not. Units. They're not on international file dealing units or. They're not. But ironically, one of the people that I'm just about to speak to about has just messaged me now. Yeah. One of the one of the reach outs from over the covered period. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I said in Dublin's DMs that look, we rebranded my Instagram page a little bit, my personal Instagram, while I was off recovered and in lockdown. I started posting up more personal content, right? Not not just there's the car on the dyno, more this is what we do, this is behind the scenes. Just a bit more yeah, it's a bit more personal. Anyway, that page grew from something like 200 followers from just my family or friends and old people I know to having, I think it's about 2,000 now, which considering our Instagram account's only about 3,000. Facebook's around 12,000 plus, but Instagram's around about three. This one's on about 2,000 now. We got you guys to do me a new logo. We put Samuel tuned with like a chef. Mm-hmm. Um, a spatula in the chef hat. That sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, genius. So, chef's cooking. Chef is sprinkling the sauce on all these tunes, right? So, hashtagging that everywhere. Comment, chef's cooking. People are coming into the workshop saying it. It's putting off, right? So, it's mm-hmm. doing quite well. Which but is I'm, the importance of building a personal brand over building a business brand. Yeah. Because people, like we said, if you're doing B2B outreach, people like to understand what sort of person you are when they... Mm-hmm. No, no one likes to come for a meeting and not know who you are. So exactly, exactly. So they come to the dino and they know that chef's sprinkling the sauce. Yeah, chef's cooking the kitchen, and they. Yeah. It brings another level of excitement to it, another yeah. level of, of branding, and another level of premium cost. And that's something no one else in the industry has done. So that's no, they haven't really. No, so I'm going to push that aware, push that forward as as it goes. But well, we should get some ads targeted to specific people for a chef. Yeah, I think chef. I think we should target we should target chefs that like vehicles, that like performance wow. vehicles. And that would be a yeah. different angle. People would be like, wait, the, sh- the tuning chef? What? What? Wait, what? Yeah. What? Yeah, you may get Ramsey down with the, the LaFerrari. Yeah, you never Ramsey. Know. <laughs> Ramsey likes cars. Yeah. He likes cars. Yeah, he does. He's got a lot. He spends a lot man. of dough on wits. He's got a lot. Nice. But let's, we're straying. Get back to the point. Yeah, sorry. And the point was that since all these remappers DMs, I'm saying this is what I do, this is what we do. These are the companies that we're involved with. We sell our software online, and during just building up these relationships, which you know it's nothing new, is it? People build relationships mm. all the time and always have, but just spending that time messaging people, DM people. I've made some great friends mm-hmm. via Instagram, literally since I've had COVID, which was this June. Dense. April. Yeah, man like Dents. Man like Dents. So talk to him all the time. Dents is a tuning company in Leeds. I think it's Leeds. Leeds in Leeds. Leeds. And we're both going to go meet him on the 17th. Yeah. And he wants marketing with us. He wants us to control what happens content-wise in-house. Like, as as we did with you to, a, to an extent. So I came into your unit on a Saturday and taught Jen, who is your social media marketer in-house shall we say yeah um 
I taught her sort of like a, a process of how to take the content, how to edit the content, and um, just using iMovie, where how she can send it to us, and then I gave her key performance indicators on how we could get certain amounts of content from her on a weekly basis, so yeah. we could hold her hold her accountable for the amount of content she's producing. Yeah. So Support. that's what Dents wants from us as well. Yeah, he does. So and we're we're coming in we house. Can link up and we're... things, and it's great. Your your side so of the he's... business is going well. My side of the business is going to help dense which is going to in turn get files for you so it's a big circle of help yeah so and they they do yeah so it's good it's good but off the back of i say them dms and and the chef reaching out you know there's people buying software from us purely that i met because of them dms people in my inbox now that i met during that time we've set up a dubai branch Mm. Uh, sorry it's not dubai it's abu dhabi they're tuning cars literally in Abu Dhabi remotely from that reach out. And there's and a guy in Australia as well. Purely from that reach out. So, you know, maybe maybe I should get hit with COVID again. Have another week. <laughs> you can't say that. Yeah, it's done us it's done as well. Like, to be honest, the lockdown, um yeah. Obviously Well the main the main point there is that COVID gave you time to think. On gave me time. strategy. Well, it, a- it didn't really give me time to think, but it, it just gave me a little bit more time in front of the computer um, and just sat in one place instead of being pulled from post to post because I didn't have time to think. I was too busy. So mm-hmm. busier, actually. I busier during, yeah, yeah, during the pandemic. Oh, my. Well, I mean, we're still in the pandemic, wow. but during the pandemic, we were very, very, very busy. And I think that's because a lot of people were on furlough receiving that government money. Mm, and uh, Munai. Munai. and just thought where can I spend it I'm definitely going back to work but I think that's that was, that was a dangerous move but I think the, now the end of the pandemic I think a lot of people have realised damn damn I'm hooked on tuning cars I'm, yeah I'm hooked on tuning cars and also I've I'm broke rangy got the must be number rangy must be must be was born so at this point me and you obviously always talking about marketing always talking about business yeah. we were like how can we spawn something around must be? So we registered a company. We did. Called Must Be Limited, which if you check online, is a legitimate company. We're there. We're there. Must be limited. Must be limited. Um, must be, my G. Which initially was going to be where we put profits to then put its property. But during coronavirus, which like we said, it was a good time for people to think, people to grow in their industry space and be able to learn. I was in my house a lot during lockdown with someone who currently works with us, Lewis. Um, yeah. And we were like, right, so what can we do with this name, this company that's legitimately signed up and like a quick way to make quick money? That's real. I guess. Yeah. There it is. Boom. So how can we make dough? How can we make dough? So we thought Sam has got the largest tuning company in the North. Am I, am I right? Big claims. Big claims. Right. Let's Large... say let's say Northwest at least. Northwest. Just to be honest, yeah, North. The best. largest tuning company in the Northwest. We'll say. So it is weird. We been. thought well, we have a talent in social media marketing and producing sales funnels and getting leads. And I have a personal talent in closing deals. So closing deals. Closing deals. Deal maker. So. Tom Hartley, deal maker. Tom Hartley. Um, okay. So we thought, right, we are going to start a Facebook page, start a website. If you want to go online right now, www.mustbeauto.co.uk. Fantastic website that's been spawned by our team in-house here. 
we started bringing leads through. I started learning a bit more about the industry from Sam. And then every time a lead came through, I would ring Sam, understand exactly what the vehicle needed to, to gain power yeah. and all that, all that jazz. And then I would close people on the phone and send them through to Must Be Auto. So we made a mock business within a pandemic very quick. It took, I think it took us a week to build it, including the website. We did a little bit of SEO on the website. And that website now gets 22,000 people landing it a month. Does it? 22,000 visitors a month. And I get about five emails a week, which is pretty naff from 20,000. But considering we did it for a six-week period, I'd say that's quite impressive. Am I getting that leads forwarded to me? <laughs> no, you're not. You're not. What do you mean I'm not? You're not, but a lot I'm of more. They're, they're not great vehicles. But the, the point here is, in a pandemic, we thought, right, what can we do to make a little bit of extra cash on the side? So um, t- tell us right, so what we achieved there with you. What you achieved was, uh, so these guys are actually doing the back-end sales as well. So Which is just, was, you know, levels yeah. considering we're not really. No. We're not. We're, no, they're not, you're not tuners. You don't, you're not even in this industry, but you we, actually, the leads were so quality that you could convert them with what knowledge you had. Yeah. I'd learned off us and what we could tell you as of request that. And his testament to the marketing that we did, because we managed to get leads that were fairly qualified, then send them down for a tune with the knowledge that we've got of the industry. That's how we managed. They were showing up. Yeah, they were showing up. I was walking around the workshop with the guy there. I'm here for Must Be Lot. I'm like, what? And it did work nicely. Your number plate was Must Be. So we were sending Must Be, there it is. It's outside. It's legit. People were confusing your company with our spawned company. Yeah, big. Due to the number plate. So we we were happy with that. Um, We got a... It was about £12,000 a month, one month. £12,000 revenue in a month. Um, but having said that, if there's anyone out there watching that has a tuning company that is a mobile mapping service, we did have the leverage of a huge unit, fancy lights, yeah, lots of past experience that we could take on board and, and use as our yeah. own because the tuners that we're tuning were our yeah. tuners. It, it's a fancy setup that can be marketed pretty well. Yeah, so you know, if anyone's got a fancy setup out there and wants some quick... 10,000 or 12, 10 and a half. Not in Manchester though, right? Not in Manchester. Um, but yeah, so about 10 and a half to 12,000 pound revenue in a month. And that included, if you're into vehicles, into into tuning, um, an RS3 came in. Yeah, Yeah. RS3 and RS4, big service work, brakes, tuning. Wow. It was, it was good. It was very good. Mercedes vans coming in at 400 quid a pop for the tune, which great margins that. Great margins. Yeah. yeah. We write the software. And that is realistically where we were like, right, hold on a minute. This industry we have knowledge in and people that you deal files to, obviously mm-hmm. you want to keep it within your network so it's not competitive. Yeah. Um, we now do the the marketing for. So yeah, we, we realized that we could couple our talent with what Sam's doing, started producing leads, made 10, 10 I think it was £10,000. I don't think it was £12,000. But I think it was ten thousand pounds revenue. Well, it's written down somewhere. It is written down somewhere. It was, it was dough. It was big dough. Um, and we thought, Jesus, we can use this and work for other people. So, www.mustbeauto.co.uk. Check it out now online. But then, quickly jump over to your yeah. Spec, don't that's don't message Must Be Auto. But if you do, I will forward you over to Sam. Yeah. So I am Must Be. Sam is Must Be Auto. Oh, right. but we were just the talented marketeers behind the scenes. Yeah, chefs cooking, no chefs cooking. cooking. But yeah, so you do want to go to www.urespecmanchester.com or 
if you're a tuner and you listen to this and you want to get in the kitchen with the Eurospec team, files.eurospecmanchester.com is our file portal so you can upload your tuning software on there. We'll tune it, send it back, work with us that way. Which brings me on to one of my final points. Mm. Come on then. It'd be really interesting to see mm. what sort of campaigns could be run towards people that are looking to get into tuning in various different areas around the country and hit them people with contacts. So I think we should do a little bit of research in, in people in Leeds that are of a certain age and obviously interested in vehicles. And a lot of people at the moment have come off of furlough, lost their jobs. And yeah. they're thinking, what well, okay, a quick, another revenue stream. So not oh, well, to say it's one of them traders like, do you need a quick revenue stream? No, but it could be, it is a, on a basic level, is a bolt on to garages. They're already garages. Yeah. We do a lot of trade work for garages, but if you are a garage, you can easily bolt on tuning because we do the tune. You don't, you don't have to worry about that. You just flash the cars. Mm-hmm. So you can bolt that onto your business quite easily. And there's a lot of businesses out there. They've got a big old 50K loan. Yeah, that 50K loan. And think about it, that 50K loan coupled with a £2,500 tool, I believe. Yeah, well, about two grand, yeah. About two grand. Plus that? Yeah, plus five. Depends on which tool you get, but we're not getting to that. The £2,000 tool, then coupled with some savvy marketeers that could produce you, potentially, depending on the size of your unit and if it's marketable, a first month of £10,000 revenue. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, but it's important, again... To mention the back end sales process has to be there to convert these yeah. leads because what it's we not doing, forex trading it's not forex trading it's not a gimmick it's not just going to come to you but we were we were in the house during lockdown with the knowledge of tuning with the ability to provide the leads and i was ringing them three four seconds after they submit the lead on saying who are you where are you based what vehicle have you got this is the yeah product. that that's you've got to be on that there's a hot back end to it yeah which that's the hustle that is the grind and you are a thousand percent more likely to close a lead if you message them within 30 seconds of them submitting 30 seconds yeah because i was looking at automated software for damn emails today and i found out that if you close if you message them within the first 30 seconds of so obviously if you got automation software that yeah. goes to the back end literally well literally well so there you go love it but anyway i've uh Gotta go back to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got so. What time is it? It's nine o'clock. We're still, we're still here. We're still yeah, going. We're still here. We're but still the Australian guys are still alive. So and Amir from a tuning company that we work with is looking into getting a website. And she's messaged me. So it is time yeah. to end the podcast. But Samuel Gunnell, Eurospec Manchester. If you want to check him out? What's the URL? It's www.eurospecmanchester.com or if you are a tuning yourself files.eurospecmanchester.com is our file portal if you want to work with us or you can email me at samuel at eurospec-automotive.com with any inquiries you might have regards to tuning follow me on instagram samuel underscore tuned eurospec automotive sgr performance so many pages so much content for you to look at and so many great ads so many great ads. I'll be surprised if you don't get sucked in. <laughs> you will. You yeah. Okay, if you don't like tuning or you don't even know what tuning the car is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you've got a one litre naturally aspirated no. Citroen C one. You you're getting I'll make it pop, bro. Pop <laughs> and bang it.
literally a letter. But yeah, anyway. Okay. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for being our first podcast guest. No worries, mate. Live social podcast by day. Podcast by night. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Goodbye.